Welcome to Premier Pain Talk, a podcast dedicated to expanding awareness about treatment options for people in pain. Each week, host Dr. Michael Danko from Premier Pain Treatment Institute in Cincinnati, Ohio, will discuss cutting-edge treatments for pain management that are improving the quality of life for those suffering from chronic pain. Tune in now to learn more about how to relieve pain and restore your life. I have the honor of having Dr. Michael Danko in the room with me this evening, and this is a podcast that is intended to be about pain management, about healthcare, and about who people are and how they got here from their journey. This is our first recorded session, and so we're hoping to have some fun with this and introduce ourselves and create an open environment where we can chat and get to know one another. So, like I previously said, I have the honor of having a friend and colleague, Dr. Michael Danko, in the room with me tonight, and we are going to go through a few things that we think are important to us that hopefully you find important, important also. So, Dr. Michael Danko, can you please introduce yourself a little bit and tell us what your intentions of this podcast and where the idea came from? Yeah, thanks, Kyle. You know, as far as a podcast, you know, there's a lot going on and, uh, you know, my, my life's busy on a day-to-day basis, but... Um, you know, I think there's a really a, a knowledge gap uh, in the in the community for what pain management is and uh, what kind of therapies we can offer at an interventional pain management practice uh, and across our specialty, you know, nationwide and worldwide. So, uh, you know, a lot of times when people hear about pain management, they think about opioid medications. Maybe they think about uh, dope sick on on uh, on TV, or they've listened listened or read an audio book or. or uh, like American Pain or Empire of Pain, or they think about you know the Purdue Pharmacy uh, and OxyContin, and and uh, and I think patients patients get really scared away. Uh, and uh, there's a lot of therapies we can offer that that uh, really help improve your chronic pain and, and improve your your quality and your ability to function. That have nothing to do with uh, opioids and and that type of medication. Uh, additionally, you know the the a lot of the providers in in the communities uh, don't even really know what we do. So. Uh, the, really the, the purpose of this podcast and what I hope to bring to you, to you all on a weekly basis is uh, really how we can improve uh, awareness around our therapies and, and what we can really offer patients. And, and I think that a podcast is a really great way to do it because uh, you know, patients can listen to us in the, uh, in the comfort of, of their homes or on the, the radio in their car as they're driving around or, or maybe while they're working out. Uh, and they can they can get this information and they can in a, in a really a stress free environment and hopefully we're going to make it fun uh, and for the rest of this podcast since it is St Patrick's Day I'm going to put some St Patrick's uh, glasses on for those of you who are seeing our video online. I've got Dr. McDanko over here now. Um, so you said this is for both patients and the community of other pain physicians or healthcare physicians. Do you think there's a gap? Do you how do people get information in your field? How do you find that you're up to speed? on changing laws, regulations, peers? How do you guys learn about the changes in this environment? So in our field, uh, yeah, I think we really learn through, uh, you know, going to conferences and, and uh, some of the medical journals that come out. Uh, but I think a lot of our, a lot of the way we learn about new therapies is, is through digesting content somehow with the most common form of this being, uh, you know, an, an educational conference. Uh, and so, Again, this is another situation where I think a podcast can not only reach out to the, the to people in the community and, and providers from other specialties, but it's a good way to share knowledge within our own specialty as well. 
Well, I know as a physician, you've been in school for how many years? How many years did it take you to have an MD behind your name? Too many. I lost I lost count. I think uh, after high school, I think it was 13 years to get to the point where I could actually, you know, function as a, as an independent doctor out on my own. So, I mean, that's an incredible journey. 13 years to get to the point where you can actually help people and improve health care and outcomes and such. You're a busy man. You have a family. You have a practice with multiple locations. You have employees. You have a patient population that depends on you. That's got to be incredibly difficult, though to still take in information through conferences and try to be current and everything. And I think this is why something like this application would be really nice. Maybe it's just one more connection point that you can help to educate people on what we do. I mean, especially pain management. I feel like pain management's been something that potentially has been forgotten about until recently. And now it's back, good or bad, in a conversation with primary care, orthopedics, neurosurgery. What's your viewpoint? Yeah, I, I'm going to get rid of the, the St. Patrick's glasses, uh, you know, class this up a little bit here. But, uh, uh, you know, again, uh, it, it's it's hard to stay on top of all this. And, and, uh, and it's, uh, you know, it's hard to to disseminate this information to, to, to colleagues and, and to patients in, in, a, in a way that, that everybody can understand. Uh, and I think that's, you know, one of the things that I try to do uh, is I try to kind of relate uh, the therapies and, and try to use analogies and other ways where people can kind of uh, you know, ex- understand what we're trying to talk about in, in a more, um, you know, layman's terms, so to speak. Uh, so, you know, uh, you know, as far as c- content, you know, the, the most of what, what, what I, you know, what I learn from new uh, is kind of the traditional through conferences and, and the like, but, uh, but more and more I've gravitated towards um, postings on LinkedIn and, and other ways where, where uh, medical professionals share information with each other. So you mentioned 13 years in just your own academic studies. Give the uh, listeners a little bit of a background on you. I report back to where to go. Where's hometown? Where, what has been your journey academically? And tell us how you got to this point and how did you choose pain management? Yeah, so I'm an Ohio boy, uh, born and bred. Uh, I grew up in the Cleveland area. I uh, went to high school up there. Um, after high school, uh, I went to college at Ashland University, which is about an hour south of Cleveland. Uh, I was a, a college soccer player, and, and, and when I was graduating high school, you know, I was thinking about maybe medicine as a future, but I was thinking about more of a, uh, you know, where am I going to play soccer for the next four years? Uh, and uh, uh, Ashland was a really great school because it re- has really strong academic credentials, um, but it also had a, a really nice soccer program. And so the, it worked out really well. Um, went there for four years. And then uh, as I was moving through undergrad, I started thinking about you know my future beyond that. And that's when I decided to apply for medical school. Um, I, I got accepted at uh, Ohio State University College of Medicine. Uh, and I went to Ohio State uh, for four years to, to get my medical school degree. Uh, and as I was kind of moving through there, the first couple of years of, of medical school, you know, it's a lot of time in the books. It's a lot of time in the classroom. Uh, and then you get into your clinical rotations in the second two years of medical school. And, uh, and so in that, in that first clinical rotation, I was going through rotating through things. I thought that maybe I wanted to do surgery. Uh, maybe I wanted to you know, do something with orthopedics, given I had, a, you know, athletic background. Uh, and I did a rotation through uh, anesthesiology. Uh, and in, during anesthesia, uh, you know, it, it was a way to, to combine a lot of the procedural aspect of medicine, um, but also, you know, maybe have a little bit better lifestyle than, than some of uh, the, you know, surgical lifestyle with a lot of on-call hours and, you know, nights and weekends away from family. 
Um, and also really, you know, in a, in a way, anesthesia is a way where you are, you are really taking someone's life in your hands and you're, and you're, you know, shepherding them through a really difficult time, which is surgery. Uh, and you want to do it very safely and you want to, you know, want to do it in a, in a manner where, where you're really aiding and improving their, their life at that time. Now, one of the downsides of anesthesia though, is that you, you lose a little bit of the, the direct patient care and that, and that's kind of where, um, when I was doing my anesthesia training at University of Cincinnati, uh, I, I got exposed to chronic pain management. Uh, and chronic pain management uh, was a nice way to, to, to combine um, a lot of what I learned with the anesthesia and, and taking care of patients, but also uh, establish more of a longitudinal care and, and be able to establish relationships with the patients and, and get to see their journey o- over time. Uh, and so at the end of my anesthesia training, I, I stayed on at University of Cincinnati and did their uh, interventional pain management fellowship. Uh, and so that's, uh, that was what took me through kind of the to year 13 until I went out into private practice in uh, Cincinnati here. So private practice in Cincinnati. Tell us about your practice now. Um, locations, um, is your practice, how is it different running your own practice from what you thought it would be as you're getting out of fellowship? And just... I'd like to know your journey from starting a practice to getting to this point, and now that you've been doing this for some time, where does your practice go from here? Yeah, so as far as you know, life uh, in private practice and life in Cincinnati, uh, I, I first worked for a couple other practices for the first few years out, and then uh, you know, uh, I decided that I was uh, not really achieving um, uh, kind of what I expected with those places in, in kind of the workplace and, and uh, not... Uh, not really sure what the next step was, whether I wanted to go work for someone else. And, and then I really decided, you know, I kind of wanted to be my own boss and, and, and work for me. Uh, and that's when we started the practice, uh, and it's called Premier Pain Treat- Treatment Institute. Uh, we have three locations at this point in Cincinnati, but, you know, it's not really how it started. It started as a, a sublease of a, a couple of days a week in, in one office and then a, and then a rental in, a, in another office. Uh, and it was, you know, taking out, you know, bank loans and, Having to write pro formas for the banks that they they could uh, um, you know decide if you were going to make enough money and uh, to to actually pay them back or whether and then trying to get used equipment and and bootstrapping it with staff and and it was really a bath by fire into what it's like to be a small business owner uh, and so uh, you know fast forward over the last uh, you know going on six years now um, we we've got to the point where we have, uh, I have another great physician at the practice, Dr. Uh, Tim Feldheim, who I'm sure we're making plenty of appearances on our podcasts. Uh, we have, uh, six great advanced practice providers. Uh, we have a great administrative team, you know, with Kyle as our, as our CEO of the practice. Um, it's really exciting to, to see where we've, where we've gone and, and what we've grown into and, and see what, what we're moving to in the future. Uh, and so it's been a, a bit of a bath by fire in, in what small bu- small business ownership is like and, and a lot of growing pains over, over time, but it's really exciting, and I think we're really in a, a great trajectory uh, moving forward. That's, that's fascinating. You know, as a uh, small business owner, there's so many struggles that people probably just don't realize until you're in the shoes of a small business owner and have to go through them. You know, financially, it's always probably a challenge. What else has been a challenge as a uh, small business owner and a owner, manager, physician, practice. Well, you know, I mean, there are, uh, when you get to the point where you have three offices and, and you know, eight providers and, and all these uh, patients to take care of, you know, there's a lot of other staff too. So we have over 40 employees uh, and that's a lot of personalities. It's a lot of, of uh, you know, 
uh, a lot of changes over time, uh, and, and you know, a lot of uh, you know managing people and being a good manager of people has been a really you know a grow something I've really tried to grow into and try to try to lead everybody well. Uh, and you know, secret here, um, I don't manage everybody, uh, <laughs> and I uh, I don't I'm not pretending to I'm not trying to. So you know, one of the other challenges has been finding really great people to work with me, like yourself, to to help us grow and and to and to manage and so. You know, we have uh, you know our chief administrator Kristen, who's been there since the very beginning. Uh, uh, Tracy has been our uh, operations person for, uh, and our initial uh, clinical research coordinator. She's going on you know uh, three or four years of the practice. And, you know, Kyle, you've been a great addition. Uh, April, and you know, I could go on and, and name a, t- a ton of names here, um, but uh, it's finding good people and then ha- having those good people help you and and you know try not to get in their way. Well, spoken like a true leader. Love it. Hey, well, last question, just to deviate a little bit from pain management and healthcare hobbies. If you're spending all this time running your practice, you have to have a hobby that you like to do. Tell us about outside of work things that you enjoy. Is there any certain kids activities, uh, trap wands? I, I know you've done those in the past. Tell us about something that you really enjoy. Yeah, so I have two great kids, and, and uh, you know, a big part of my life now is is seeing them with their athletic journeys. And, and uh, as, as last night, I was uh, going through my my calendar and and putting activities in my phone, and I'm putting you know, soccer practice or soccer games and volleyball practice and track meets and track practice. And and I look at the calendar, and I'm like, I wonder where I have any time for myself because I'm gonna be shuttling around. Um, but uh, uh, and I've I've really gotten uh, big into to triathlons, like you mentioned, and and so there's a huge part of my life that 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 is now centering around you know a lot of training and a lot of swimming and biking and and running, uh, as you know that lifestyle well uh, as well. Um, so um, I I do a lot of my training and triathlon work in the morning. Uh, I've I've done uh, uh, the half Ironman competition before. I've done Olympic triathlons. Um, looking at uh, another half Ironman coming up in uh, in May, um, and then uh, going for the full Ironman uh, in September, uh, and going to keep it rolling. So um, that that uh, kind of pushing it pushing it to limits with the, some endurance sports, I think, is you know is my big hobby. And then uh, I still try to play a little bit a little bit of soccer. Just joined a, another soccer league again, as if I don't have enough time uh, things to put in my schedule. Uh, and so you know that's uh, that's about where I'm at. You know, I think this first session is probably a great way to start it and end it. So that will conclude our first take of Premier Pain Talk. So thanks. I really enjoyed that. Absolutely. Uh, Excited for more. Thanks for listening to Premier Pain Talk, where we understand your pain and share solutions that can improve your quality of life. This episode is brought to you by Premier Pain Treatment Institute, which has convenient Cincinnati area locations in Loveland, Mount Orb, and Hillsboro. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you get updates on all new episodes. Feedback is sincerely appreciated. 